0: Hi everyone, welcome to The Subs Bench. This is episode 15 of The Subs Bench. Uh, sorry it hasn't been an episode for a while, obviously been very busy with a lot of things. But we're back today doing a Formula 1 episode and today I'm joined by Kieran who's been on the podcast before. Hello everyone. And Max who's also been on the podcast before. Hello. <laughs> so uh, today, as I said, it's a Formula 1 episode but we're going to be doing our Formula 1 predictions. Um might as well get straight into it. We're going to do like so a couple of individual ones for drivers and teams before getting into the constructors' championship and the drivers' championship. So uh, we'll start off right with with most improved driver for the 2021 season. Um, now I I didn't think I think I found this quite difficult because I'm not sure how much anyone is already how much anyone is going to improve like. There's a few rookies who like aren't who are obviously at the entry level. There's some people approaching their peak of the careers. People at their peak of the re- careers who can actually improve the most. Um, so Max, do you want you do you want to start with who you've got oh, the most improved? Yeah,
1: um, I as just as you said, I found it quite a difficult one to go for as well. But um, I think at the moment the situation, the amount of pressure is all you can take at the moment. And so for me, i put put uh, Stroll, Blanc Stroll. Uh, I think he has
0: uh,
1: been on the right trajectory. Um, I think he's come into his own now on his uh, new team. Uh, he's going to have a great teammate beside him and he has the brilliant opportunity to show how good he is right mm-hmm. now. And uh, I'm sure he'll be able to learn a lot. So I think uh, Blanche Stroll personally.
0: Okay. Kieran, who have you gone for?
2: Well, so I find I actually found this one quite easy, but mm. I don't know. Maybe we had different thoughts about it. So I've gone with Stroll's teammate, Sebastian Ooh. Vettel, and although although it's not really like he's like I've done it as like a most improved from last year, not okay. like from not from like their whole yeah career. yeah that makes sense. But um, you know, Sebastian he probably wasn't having the most. Enjoyable time with uh, Ferrari last season. So understand. I, I reckon he um, I reckon he probably was just bored and just <laughs> I, I just reckon just couldn't he be asked. Was bored and he couldn't be asked. Um, I reckon this year he'll have a much better car. Um, Aston Martin, new team. I reckon he will. I reckon he'll do pretty well this year. Okay, so interesting.
0: See, you've both got high hopes for Aston Martin, like. OK, well, I guess we'll get to that in the constructors. But uh, I've I yeah, as I said, I struggled on most improved, but I've gone for George Russell on most improved. Um, okay. Because if there's there's one thing that's holding him back, it's <clears throat> his performance on a Sunday so far. Um, and obviously, that's a bit difficult. It's a bit difficult to achieve something in the worst car on the grid. Uh, but because he massively overachieves on a Saturday in qualifying, gets out got out of Q2 loads of times last season. Sorry, out of Q3. Actually, out of Q1, sorry. Um, but then he didn't really always hold it together in the race. Uh, didn't finish in a points position in Williams. Uh, he had a couple of chances in Magello and then in where he put it in the wall behind the safety car, which is embarrassing. Um, but if Yeah,
1: he... I really agree. Yeah, um, because he has this, uh, the Bottas sort of debate towards the end of the season of whether George Russell's to get that seat, and uh, mm-hmm. now that he's been able to prove that he can actually race to the front of the grid as well as where he can't the grid, it if he can prove himself this season, then I don't see why he won't be in the Mercedes next season.
0: Exactly, I think I think he'll be in Mercedes in twenty twenty two, but yeah, he's got to improve on a Sunday, which I think he will. Hopefully, Williams will look like they're actually taking steps forward slowly, gradually. Um but yeah,
2: so I've gone for George Russell.
0: But interesting you went I like I like I like the vettel pick. That's that's a so that's a good Yeah,
2: one. I mean it's I thought it was I thought it was a bit of a no brainer for me because okay. he just was pretty trash last season. Although he did get podium, didn't
0: he? Yeah. Yeah right. that was a good drive. Got a bit lucky but... Yeah, so.
2: that was that was uh that was Turkey right?
0: Yeah it was Turkey. Yeah, it was okay. the start and the work where he he
1: just took off from the
0: yeah. start. Yeah. Okay. Biggest disappointment. This is for drivers. Uh, Kieran, do you want to go first on this one? <laughs> right. Uh, so Kieran's got an agenda list of some like F1 drivers. So.
2: Well. Um, so I was in between two drivers here, but okay. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna go. I'm just gonna go with one. So I've chosen Valtteri oh. <laughs> three. Because I knew it although I I think he'll do well in terms of in terms of uh, what car he has and I think competing with Hamilton just basically basically just off of how competitive he will be compared to Hamilton I think he'll be pretty disappointing again because he hasn't really challenged him at all yet so I think it'll be another one of those seasons where he he starts off all right and then he just slowly uh, falls away from Hamilton again. I feel like it'll be one of those so I've
0: chosen. Yeah. This is the thing because Bottas he's not he's not a bad driver. He's at, he's got chosen to be put in a Mercedes for a reason. Like and in qualifying he's regularly within like a tenth or a couple of tenths. Of he get, yeah, he gets the best to... driver of all time. Over one yeah, lap yeah. he's not that much slower than Lewis Hamilton. He's sometimes quicker race, than him, yeah. but in the race. Uh, he has he's had a lot of bad luck. Some like he doesn't always get the best luck. But he's compared to the way Lewis Hamilton, for example, manages tyres and makes them last throughout a race. And just one one that the race that showed how worlds apart they were was Turkey. Obviously, where Lewis Hamilton was drove a literal masterclass, and Bottas had about six spins. Oh, he had a shock. He had a shock. Yeah, it was grim. It it was grim. So. I I can see that I knew you were going to say Bottas because he is a I don't want to say, he is a bit of a fraud let's let's just say how it is Bottas bottle job Bottas bottle job yeah uh, Max who have you gone for This,
1: this is, is going to hurt me so much to say Ooh. because I've been looking forward to this debut for quite a while and the name is Mick Schumacher. Ooh. Interesting. I think uh, I I I don't think he's it's going to be negatively impact his career. I think he is still going to be a very good driver coming in the next couple of years. But mm-hmm. I've been sort of keeping up with his progress for the past couple of years. And if anything, he he is always a person who starts off quite slowly, and then once he becomes more comfortable within yeah. the team, he then progresses.
0: Yeah,
1: it's always his first year, his first year in Formula Three it wasn't as good his first year in Formula 2 is really just quite grim terrible so I think his first year in Formula 1 will follow that pattern but I think then by his second year just like in the other formulas he will really pick up but I think his first year just really won't be that good yeah
0: That's, that's fair but to counter that I would say does anyone really have any expectations for Haas going into the new season not no so can he really disappoint if if his, if the expectations aren't too high, like if if he if he gets near the points, he's overachieving in a sense. I if he if he loses to Mazepin, that would be a
2: disappointment. Yeah, um, because Ma- I wouldn't Mazepin be surprised. Has, Do you think? A, uh, well, if we know what Mazepin is. Yeah, we'll, 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 we'll come. We'll come to that. Yeah, but <laughs>
0: I I can I can see why it's disappointing because it's like he's got so much hype around him. Obviously, the Schumacher name doesn't doesn't help that, but he's like if he if he I think it's quite difficult for him to underachieve the season given how low the expectations are if he loses to Mazepin it's a completely different story but why, why do you think you'd not be surprised if he loses to Mazepin
1: um uh, that's I've actually got him losing to Mazepin honestly this season um <sighs> that's how bad I think it is he that's why I put him there because I think there are going to be some pretty bad drivers this year but he will be the worst and that's because um simply experience every uh this year's largely a continuation from last year so uh, a lot of the other teams will they have experienced drivers who know how to drive these types of cars but has won't at all so of course has towards the back but with mazapin he has much more experience he was a development driver for force india back in like twenty, 20- for ages he drove the mercedes one of the fastest cars ever in mm-hmm. 2019 so he's yeah. been driving these fast cars for quite a while so i think in terms of experience mazapin's already got quite a head start so especially with mick being quite slow to start off with i think that is that I would is be true. surprised
0: um mick schumacher has been like a little bit of a late bloomer um but so yeah I, it's mazapin it, it's going to be interesting to see they're not going to be hasard not set up to do very well for the Foreseeable future in terms of their car, not in terms of their dr- drivers, uh, driver I should say. Um, but so yeah, I can I can see what you're saying about Mick Schumacher. Um, for me, biggest disappointment. I was tempted to pick Bottas, but I didn't because I knew Kieran would, was going to pick him. So, <laughs> so that I thought it's going to be one of the two uh, Renault or Alpine drivers. So I but I've gone for Esteban Ocon. Not Fernando Alonso. Even though it's very close, it was a toss-up between them two. I think they're gonna underachieve. I don't. I'm not really a fan of Fernando. I'm, like I like him as a driver, not so much as a person. But I'm and I'm not really don't really rate the fact that he's coming back into Formula One at this point. Obviously, Alpine aren't gonna turn it down if you get in world champion like Alonso coming back in. Um, but Ocon, right? It's a, This is a bit of like a time for him to sink or swim because he's he's got to improve. He did. Improved last year, had had a couple of okay performances, obviously got the podium at Sakir, but he was pretty comprehensively beaten by um Ricardo. This is gonna be his fifth, fifth year in Formula One.
2: He's yeah year, so. yeah,
0: he's one year at Renault, two at Force India, one at Manor Yeah. So yeah. fifth year in Formula One. He's still young, he's only like twenty four, but he's got to show some kinds of some kind of action improvement like to convince Renault uh, sorry Alpine to keep him for the foreseeable future um and if he if he doesn't if he gets like comprehensively beaten by Alonso and even though Alonso is is good like he's one of the best drivers of all time he's 38 years old and hasn't driven in formula 1 for 2 years if he gets pretty comprehensively beaten by him it's going to be embarrassing and he could start falling down the grid or off it completely um yeah I'm not. Oh, I'm great. not. I am i do not have that much confidence for him. I don't think he's. I don't think he's, quite lived up. Quite going to achieve the, the standards that people initially thought, they uh, people initially had for him when he was a member of the Mercedes Academy.
1: Personally, I think the, the opposite. I, I was. actually debating whether to put him as uh, most improved mm. because. Um, I think, as you said, it's it's a, really. Yeah, sink or swim sort of moment in his career, and I think, uh, as I said, the experience he's going to have more experience in the car than uh, Alonso will. And now that uh, he was very oversaw- overshadowed by Ricardo this year, I think now with Ricardo out of the way, he has a perfect opportunity really to show what he can do and if he deserves to stay on the grid. So sure. yeah, I guess same situation as what you're saying, but I think that I think he'll.
0: Be yeah, able to improve. Hopefully, do you think he'll beat Alonso? I know we'll get to that, but do you think he'll he'll beat Alonso?
2: Yes. Oh,
0: interesting. Again,
2: I just want to let the viewers know that um, Sam has an agenda against Orkhan. So.
0: I, <laughs> I don't really. I don't really. I just like. I don't have that. He's just, just not his biggest fan. Um... I believe
2: you called him a rat. What, that
0: was you. That was I didn't call him a rat. <laughs> a cat. That's slander.
2: That That's slander. <laughs> He's not his biggest fan either,
1: to be honest, after he, after he took holkenberg uh, seat.
0: Yeah. Anyway, that's getting cut out. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I prefer, honestly, I prefer him to Alonso. Um, I, I just don't want to see, does, have you got, it's going to be funny, like, that's. it's going to be entertaining, but I've got no interest in seeing Alonso in Formula 1 at this point. Like, have either of you?
2: No. Exactly. It's like, it's a bit like Raikkonen, like, why is he yeah. still... I, just,
0: I and this is the pointless. thing we'll get to I'll talk about Alfa Romeo in the, in the constructors thing but why is I would understand having Raikkonen as a veteran presence next to a young developing driver but there's it's quite obvious that Giovinazzi is not going to make a big jump to uh, Ferrari or like exactly. become a good driver that they want he's like what 27 now I know he had a big gap between uh, GP2 and Formula 1 like he didn't go straight from it into Formula 1 but why have they got signed for another season a 40 year old and uh, a driver who's probably not going to be on the grid after this year it doesn't It doesn't really make sense if they put Schumacher at, at Alfa Romeo it would have made more sense or if say they'd had pe- partnered Reichen with Schumacher or partnered him with Eilock it would have made a lot more sense
2: it's like they haven't <sighs> yeah. thought about their future like at all they're just yeah, like, yeah going-
1: I think G- Giovinazzi is one of the drivers which I don't rate that much. I think if he was a young driver, maybe, but uh, he's 27 now. Mm, exactly. It, it, like, how many more years of improvement is he still going to have from this sort of situation where he's still lining up with a 40-year-old, basically? Yeah, like
0: Giovinazzi's four years older than Max Verstappen, or he's three years older than Ocon. Like, he's, old, he's older than a lot of drivers on the grid, and he doesn't really have done anything to deserve that seat. Um, I don't know why... Yeah. I, I guess Haas Schumacher went to Haas like Haas needed the money and like the, the claim and everything like him going there is going to make a big difference to them and obviously uh, Ferrari, Ferrari essentially at this point becoming Ferrari B team yeah but why uh, I don't He's get that for Italian. yeah <laughs> that's what everyone says <laughs> i I don't not put in I, I'm thinking I lot will go there next season um, I, I've got Schwartzman
1: going there next season. I think so what's he's I-L- gonna, gonna win. Uh, honestly, I, I feel I feel for at the the most. I have no idea. I'm not able to still predict what's gonna happen with his career. But I think Schwartzman, after yeah, what I- he showed at the start of this season, he's that he they can't be ignored for another season. I've th- I I th- seen him moving up this year.
0: I think Schwartzman will will go will go to Afremy as well. But I said with Ilok, but I don't know if they want to have like two. Ferrari want two sets of very young drivers at their, They're like, and uh, the teams that they supply engines to, but like if Schwartzman needs the consistency, um, that's why he's doing another year in F2, um, which he could, do you have him winning the championship in F2? This, year?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I think he's the best driver on the grid. I think
0: so. Um, so I don't know what they're going to do with Callum lot. Um, hopefully they'll figure it out soon. Um, but yeah. Anyway, I can't remember what I was talking about. <laughs> oh, that was talking about Ocon and biggest. Okay, right. Most surprising team is the next one. Um, uh, I'll I'll go first on this one because I've got a pretty boring answer. Um, because it's hard to find a team that I think is going to actually surprise. But I've gone for, I've gone for McLaren, which again, it's not people are expecting them to do well because, uh, they've got the new Mercedes engine. They've got one of the best they've just signed one of the best drivers on the grid and they've got a young talent who's only getting better in Lando Norris. Um I've said surprising because I think they might do better than expected. I feel like Ricardo could quite potentially be pushing for race wins. Uh and actually actually grab a few race wins next season. Maybe even Lando if he it's if he takes another big jump um in terms of qualifying put, putting on at least the second row consistently. Um, and yeah spoiler actually making third place in in the Constructors Championship securely Uh, but I I don't know I couldn't really think of another team that was actually going to surprise like but I'm just saying if McCown overachieve maybe get a bit closer to Red Bull then they're closer closer to the teams above them than the teams below them is what I'm trying to say
2: that's a shout it's a good choice uh, Kieran do you want to go next right I have gone for Alpha Tauri. oh as my most surprising team I don't think I don't necessarily think they're going to do like amazingly well but Pierre Gasly picked up a few pretty good results last year and they got uh, Sonoda in this team as well this mm-hmm. year and I think they're both pretty good drivers um, I reckon Sonoda might struggle at the start yeah because he only had one season there too right Yeah. Yeah, so I think he might struggle at the start a little bit, maybe. But um, I think are going to do pretty well. I think they're gonna they're gonna be in there in challenging the midfield, but they're not gonna. I don't think they're gonna break into like top three, top mm. four. They won't break into the top four, I don't. Think.
0: No, I, I don't think so. But they are the things. are
2: too good to
0: be just a junior team. Yeah, I know. and they're I know. too, but they're never they came 7th in the constructors last season I think which is just that sounds like that doesn't sound fair on Alfa Tari considering how well they did Yeah.
2: Definitely.
0: like they had Gasly had his race when Kriat was had drove a pretty good season as well I think Kriat he had a it, few good results so. yeah like 4th in Imola when he, that was a really good drive from him yeah. um, Pierre Gasly qualified 4th in Imola which says a lot like how how good Alpha Tari actually are but somehow because there's loads of other good drivers on the grid they're limited they were limited to seventh place in the championship
1: but yeah yeah i think sonoda sorry i think sonoda' really if you look at his junior career i think he will probably do quite well to be honest, i think mm-hmm. they, uh alphatari have one of the best driver lineups this year honestly i think so. um, I, I think th- uh, sonoda will do quite well i expect him to put some pretty good results
0: i agree with Kieran though, that he might struggle a bit his first season but he's gonna should be given time but you know red Bull don't really like doing that anyway you yeah. know um, Max, who have you got the most surprising team? Well,
1: if you were to count other season, it wouldn't. I wouldn't be able to put them into this category. But I put Ferrari, and uh, I think that Ferrari will improve. I think last season was a real wake-up call. Um, I liked how um, Mattia Bonotto, who uh, even though I, I, I haven't been his biggest fan. He, he was almost booted from the team already after this season, but um, I liked stupid. how he, uh, he was. Uh, he showed real work ethic. Um, he literally didn't show up to some of the races to just stay in the factory, oversee the car, the, produ- uh, the development of the car. And I think when you have the infrastructure of such a large team with such a heritage that Ferrari have and. Also, due to the income which Ferrari get, which is I believe the most on the grid, I think I need to double check again, but it's yeah. literally in line with Mercedes, so I've seen things no a brilliant driver lineup, but I think there's no real reason for them to not uh at least in, improve a couple of places up the team order
0: mm-hmm. okay that's that's interesting. Do you think they'll be not back to where they were prior to twenty twenty I assume but
1: not those heights, I guess, uh, but still something better to that actually mm. is worthy of the Ferrari name.
0: Okay, that's fair. Um, next category is also no, the last category before we get onto the championships is Driver of the Year. So this is this could go to anyone, I think. Like this, this is it's obviously really difficult to predict. But Kieran, why don't why don't you start us off?
2: Right. So obviously there's the obvious choice which you could go for, mm-hmm. but I have gone for Danny Ricciardo. Ooh. Um, as you said, McLaren have that new Mercedes engine this year. I think they're going to do really well. And I think Ricciardo is going to have, uh, a competitive car, like podium wise for the first time since really his is, last season in Red Bull, even though that wasn't a great season. Um, I think, yeah, he's. I reckon he's gonna pick up quite a few podiums, maybe even a couple, a couple wins. I yeah. think, um, I think he'll do well yeah. this year. Um, and McLaren overall, I think they're gonna do well.
0: Yeah, I agree. I, I, I just, it's gonna be really disappointing if McLaren don't like take a big jump forward. But I think they will. And is good enough to actually push them to properly competitive results. Like. They can grab like more than a few podiums and potentially race wins.
2: Yeah, I yeah. mean, if you look at recent years as well, they've slowly progressed from like what the last like four, four or five years. They've just been on the rise since they had that yeah. bad season. Oh, and
0: the uh, Hon- McLaren Honda is oh, tragic. My God. Don't you? <laughs> yeah, we don't we don't
2: talk about this. Well, we don't talk about
0: this. <laughs> but yeah, it's I can I can. That's a, that's a good shout out for driver of the year, especially if he if he gets. One race win on like pure merit, like he doesn't. I don't want to say luck into it because a lot of Formula One drivers luck into results all the time, it's how it works. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think he could, they've got McLaren, have actually, especially Ricard, have got what it takes to be re- right up there on pure merit. So it's a good shout. Uh, Max, who have you got
1: um, personally, uh, I'm gonna go for his former teammates. Max Verstappen.
0: That's interesting because I've also got Max Verstappen.
1: I think um, I was still going to go into for the other part of just my driver's, uh, driver's championship results but uh, I think it's going to be a big year for him. He's got to, you know, I don't think he really has the pressure but uh, he's going to have at least this sort of push from Perez there on the team they need to show that he's still Max Verstappen the one mm. at Red at Red Bull but also now with Honda leaving the team, I don't know if sort of to win a championship is slightly closing a bit. It's a bit up in the air of how Red Bull adapt to that situation. So yeah. I think he really needs to push this year and he knows that. Mm. So uh, yeah, I've got him as best.
0: I've also got Max Verstappen, as I said. Um, I Yeah, I think it's just gonna be a, a bit of a title fight this year but maybe not between well Bottas will be in the mix obviously uh, but Hamilton and Verstappen actually it might actually be a lot closer this year um, obviously uh, Verstappen had how many, I think it was 5 DNS he had he had a lot of bad luck so he had the mechanical failure in Austria he had uh, mechanical failure at Monza I think he had the, the crash on the first lap at Mugello then he had the uh, secure crash, the secure crash, which wasn't his fault when he was just trying to get out of the way of um, Perez and Leclerc. And then he had he had what was the other one? Oh, the um, there was a suspension failure or puncture at Imola where he was mm-hmm. he'd already passed, he'd managed to pass Bottas at Imola, no less, um, and then had a, a had a crash that wasn't his fault again. So he had a lot of bad luck, um, and he finished only nine points behind Bottas in the standings. So, if he can do if he can do that in that kind of year that he's had, where he didn't have an effective teammate, um, but now he's going into twenty twenty with a proper uh, rear gunner kind of driver in Sergio Perez, who's actually going to help him in, in a, like an inter team battle situation. He's he can outdrive Valtteri Bottas. He can outdrive Lewis Hamilton sometimes. But we'll see. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. Like, obviously, he yeah. does tend to like lose his head a little bit in some situations. Like,
2: they'll, they'll actually be able to strategize a bit against Mercedes this year. Exactly, well, they should be able to. Hoping <laughs> that Perez isn't the same as uh, I was gonna Alex say, Albon. How
0: long is it going to be before it turns into an Alex Albon slander yeah. podcast? <laughs> well,
1: yeah, we could go there, but we're not going to. I didn't, <laughs> Red Bull's entire strategy thing this year is: oh, just don't just pit before Mercedes do, so Mercedes panic. Yeah. And then sometimes they win the race. And yeah.
0: sometimes... Yeah. But yeah, they they can actually do a proper strategy now that their team... That hopefully Paris will be... They want Paris to be qualifying at, like, what, fourth minimum. Like, he needs to be on the second row all the time. Um, which Albon wasn't. Albon qualified fourth, like, once or twice in his Red Bull career. Um, that was his highest <laughs> qualifying position. Um but yeah, Perez is going to hopefully bring the results for them on Sundays, which is what they need, if they can actually do a proper race strategy with their two drivers. And yeah, so I, that's, I think it all kind of plays into Max Verstappen's hands. It's a kind of a win-now mentality for him, especially if, I don't know what it's going to be like, it's a bit murky post-2021 with Honda leaving and new regulations. Like, it could could all go wrong. That's why I think he's Red Bull gonna be extra motivated, and he is gonna be extra motivated to actually show something, have something to show for his progress and his achievements this season. Right, constructors championship. So we'll go round. We'll start from tenth, and we'll go around in a circle. Uh, we'll start. We'll start with Kieran and Max, and then me. We'll go like that. So Kieran, who have you got in
2: tenth in the constructors championship? Oh, 10th. So um, yeah. at 10th, I've got Haas. Um, I feel like that's a fairly, well, I mean, you could argue a couple of other teams, but I've gone with Haas just mm-hmm. because they've got two rookies this year. Mm-hmm. And um, as Max said, Schumacher's had his struggles um, at the first season in like whichever formula he's been in. Mm-hmm. And I just, obviously, they weren't a great team last year. They didn't have, they haven't had a good car in a while. Um,
0: they're regressing. They're just going yeah, backwards. They're
2: literally getting worse. Um, yeah. So I, I think it's a no-brainer for me. I think Haas uh, aren't going to do well. I think they'll be lucky to to, to finish near the points mm-hmm. this season. Uh, Max, have you got? Haas as well. Um...
0: Okay. Okay.
1: Yeah, they uh, not only just having rookie drivers, but as i was saying earlier, with the cars being very similar to last year, just lacking any sort of experience with the car on the team. Both drivers will be new to the entire racing with these cars mm-hmm. compared to everyone else in the grid. So they're already at a disadvantage. And yeah. as you said, they're sort of regressing a bit. So I wouldn't be surprised to see them most.
0: Um I've also gone for hass into 10th Place. Their their car's terrible. is terrible. has already come out and said it's going to be similar to last year's. As he said, he's not confident about it. They've got two rookies with no experience. Well, no Formula One experience. Proper Formula One experience coming in to drive this car. Um, and it's going to be a bit. I feel, it's a bit. I feel a bit bad for uh, the well. I feel a bit bad for Mick Schumacher with his. With like it's going to not the best place to be in to stunt his uh, to. To further his development, I was going to say it was going to stunt his development a little bit more. Being in a car that's really going nowhere. Um, it, it might look a bit like, not probably not on the same scale, but George Russell's first Williams season is like what it could end up being. Um, not to mention he's in uh, sitting in a team that is shrouded in a PR nightmare who's only going to receive negative press the whole season. So It's really not a positive environment for him to be in, so yeah. The less we say about Mazepin, the better. But I, yeah, anyway, Haas, 10th, I think that's pretty consensus. They're gonna be bottom, which is a bit sad because I do, I did, well, I did like Hass and like the way they were conducted. They're good, they're good drive to survive content. Um,
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah, Gunter's a brilliant sort yeah. of uh, personality tab on the grid.
0: Do you, do you think he's a, an actually good team principal, or do you think he's,
1: <laughs> yeah, I actually you think with a lot of team principles, you need to have someone who can show a, like a boost morale, which is very important with Haas being a small outfit, having to go up against big teams, like when they were going up against Renault and McLaren, trying to rile up a bunch of a smaller team. And also to then also have that same person who can then flip themselves to uh, the disciplinary side to basically push uh, the drivers to not... Fight each other and also to basically put the team first. Like what Total Wolf had to deal with with um, yeah, uh, Rosberg and Hamilton. Like um, how recently his who smashed the door again?
0: Magnuson.
1: Uh, Magnuson. Yeah. How Magnuson smashed, smashed his smashed door. door. I, I think no one, no other team principal in the grid could have dealt with those two drivers. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, yeah, <sighs> I agree. I, I, I do agree. I'm just like, I don't know how long they're going to persist with him though. If things stay the same. Um, I I don't want him to go. Cause he's such a good character to have. And like you said, like he's good. He's good at giving a morale boost. He's good, But he's also very effective on the disciplinary side of things as well. Um, how he's going to manage Nikita Mazepin. I, I, I don't know who's uh, hot headed to say the least. Um, I
1: think it's going to be a difficult dynamic, especially with Nikita's dad almost being yeah. Winter's boss. Yeah. So it's, it's going, going to be very difficult. so to deal
0: weird. With. I feel quite bad for him because um, f- he can't, he can't, he knows at the end of the day. Like, we might as well talk about the Mazepin situation a little bit. Like, at the end of the day, he's got to, like, him and all the people involved in making a decision on which driver to pick up, they've got to know that he's got the future of the team in his hands, basically. Like, while it, I'm sure most people at Haas would have, been, would have been much more happy to move on from Mazapin and actually take the moral high ground and come out of the situation looking a lot better. But when hundreds of jobs are on the line, I can see why they did it. It doesn't make it any better. It doesn't make it, it doesn't exactly justify it, but you can see why their hand has kind of been forced here. Um, obviously, it's a bit sad that he's on the grid and there's drivers like uh, Kofia, Albon, Hulkenberg, Eilat, De Vries. None of them are on the grid, but Nikita Mazepin is. But yeah, any, anyone else got any words on the Mazepin situation or should we just leave it there?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's a difficult situation, isn't it? Um, I think... It, it was not an, easy tro- not an easy choice to make but when the team with a team which is in a bad situation and also i think there were a, a, even rumors of the team pulling out completely out formula one so every single mechanics job was on the line yeah it was it's less about them doing the right thing but doing the thing which, to keep them existing. I didn't really like how they said, oh, we're dealing with it internally and just didn't do anything. Yeah, but um, that
0: was poor. You need to have full just, transparency with these kind of things.
1: Just sort of let it, to, uh, trying to basically keep it out of people's minds, not bring it up as much as possible, which is a, sort of a scummy way to do it. Mm-hmm.
2: Kieran,
0: got anything to
2: say? I mean, not much. I feel like when when they were like dealing with it internally, I feel like that's like the cliche. Military yeah. sort of cover up when they're like, "Oh, it was a training exercise." Like they just like it, it's just it's just a pointless thing to say. I mean, he. Do, I don't think he deserves to be in there, but uh, they, I suppose they got to do what they got to do. Yeah, um, it's it's happened
0: now. We've got to move on. We don't want yeah. him. I, there's not many people who want him in the sport, especially when there's there's only twenty only twenty people get to drive in Formula One, and Nikita Mazepin should not be one of them. No. Um. But anyway, we'll
2: leave it there for now.
0: Who have you got? Um, who does it start with? Kieran, who have you got with ninth in, uh, so this was, in the Constructors?
2: This was uh, close for me, but mm-hmm. I've gone with Williams. Mm-hmm. Um, I think George Russell will do well this year. I think he will uh, get a few points finishes this year with Williams. But Latifi last year just was not great. I feel like yeah. he will pretty much let the team down to be honest um even though he's not bad but like he
0: could be worse but he's he's not he's not he's not a great driver but but like the fact
2: that the fact that he can't he's never out qualified george russell just like i just i just feel like russell will be carrying and like i think that will that's what will put them like
0: this this is the thing right i think latifi is not great Let's, let's let's just say it how it's. But he's no. not that bad. He's there is like a decent Formula One driver somewhere in there. Like, but he he may, he he gets embarrassed by George Russell, yeah. Because the gap between them is so big. George Russell is a potential world champion, and Nicholas Datifi P isn't that. But I don't think he's a terrible driver. I think he deserves to be given somewhat of a chance. But uh, Max, do you agree? Who have you got in ninth?
1: Yeah, I've got Williams as well. Um, pretty much what you've said, uh, I think George Russell will perform quite well. Though, I'm, personally, I wasn't that harsh on Latifi last year. I think there were a couple of moments where he really it looked like he shouldn't have been in that seat. Like, um, was it Abu Dhabi, where literally going across the start-finish line, he just spun it uh, <laughs> and stuff like that. But uh, I think he did show a couple of moments of just uh, race a bit a decent amount of race pace i think there is a a bit of an upside to him so i i think they're they're right to keep him for this year Uh, of course the money that he's bringing is keeping a team afloat so uh yeah it's an improvement which is what you want from such a team with such a rich history His,
0: his race pace wasn't was at sometimes on par with russell's if not slightly better in some situations like last year he's not he's not a a strictly bad driver and it was his rookie season as well but he just he just didn't he didn't look like a formula one driver last season but that's fine he, he's got to be given some time um so we'll see how it goes i've gone i've disagreed with you both i've gone with alfa romeo in ninth um i don't know if that's really that controversial considering alfa romeo or sauber whatever you want to call it. they've been going backwards the last couple of years um They're not in a position where they've got a super talented driver and a slightly better car like they had in 2018, like with Leclerc when he was dragging the car to fourth place. Like, they haven't got that kind of driver nor car anymore. Um, And they do seem to be not quite in the same boat as Haas, obviously, but they do seem to be regressing a little bit. And I'm not, I I just don't see the point of persisting with Raikkonen at a Like, if. I am assuming they'll go over a completely new driver lineup in uh 2020 2022. Yeah, I reckon they probably will. Raikkonen will most likely retire. there's no no team's going to want to pick up Jovanazzi. I can't even see why Formula are doing it this season. I don't want to <laughs> I don't want to slander Jovanazzi, but wh- why is this the driver lineup makes no sense. If you're if you're trying to get in the midfield battle, why are you relying on a 98-year-old Kimi Raikkonen and a driver who's just in the seat because he's Italian to actually get you points. They're not going to... Like, if they get anywhere near the points, if they get, like, P11, P12, they'll be lucky, in my opinion.
2: I, I it's just going to be such a nothing season for them. They're, yeah, they're not going to do I, anything.
0: I guess it's maybe to just tide them over till. They're not even, till like...
2: They're not even, like, developing a driver because... Giovinazzi's like yeah. 26 he's, their,
0: he's... their reserve drivers, Robert are like it's not even oh. like they've picked up, like, Eilot's like, uh, doing a reserve drive at Ferrari, which shows that Ferrari do have hopes for him, whether he'll get, like, screwed again by them if they, if like, let's say they keep Giovinazzi next season and they put Schwarzman in the seat next to him, where's Eilot going to go? But yeah, they should go for a new driver lineup in 2022. Who it's going to be, I don't know. I think Robert Schwartzman's a safe bet but who's going to be next to him is is interesting. They, I don't know, but yeah, I just I don't see them. I see I see Williams as actually making slow, gradual progress. I don't think it The same can be said for Alfa Romeo. I feel like they're standing still, if not going backwards. But I think that's evidenced by their by keeping the driver line up the same. There's no point. Like, if you're not if you're not going anywhere in formula one you're going backwards so yeah
2: yeah. you think now that um claire williams is is gone do you think they will actually start to improve or do you think that won't make much difference
0: i think i don't think it's i don't think it's a case of just kicking out claire williams and then it's suddenly their fortunes are going to change but I, i um they've already like increased the partnership with mercedes a bit more i think they're using mercedes gearboxes now like they've given up some of their independence which obviously the Williams family was so determined to hold on to but they've given it up for the sake of actually progressing as a team. So um do we want to go do you guys have Alpha Romeo in eighth? Yes I do.
1: We're skipping the entire Giovannazi
0: slander. Oh no go on do you want if you guys want to talk no about no, no, it, no you no. guys go through because I've got Williams in eighth place. I'll start on that and then so like I've got Williams in eighth and, uh, alpha, alpha and alpha alpha in alpha in ninth only because i think george russell is actually going to as i said most improved he actually might start to perform on sundays where is and it's going to be the the three bottom teams in formula 1 it's going to be if you if they're finishing in like p10 or p9 it's going to make a massive difference in the constructors if george russell manages to grab like a, a few p9 throughout the season like just a handful, he could quite easily put Williams eighth in the constructors because I don't think Haas are going to get any points, and I think Alpha will be lucky if they do, but they've got a better chance than Haas, obviously. But I think it's just combined with Russell's ability to regularly push the car. He's going to hopefully make getting out of it won't be a surprise for him to get out of Q two, Q one anymore. That's what I'm. That's what I'm thinking at least, and. Yeah, it's, it's 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 a bit it's a bit of a weird one because it could quite easily go everywhere. I've got like slightly more hopes for Latifi as well because he actually like in he's got like two P elevens last last year, I think. Yeah, I think he did. And he would have if Russell hadn't had that Mercedes race, he would have finished above Russell in the championship, which would have been which is depressing for us. That but. is depressing. Um, yeah. So I, that's why I've got Williams in P eight. Do you want to carry on with the Alpha Romeo Slander, Max?
1: I mean, in, you pretty much covered it. Uh, I think the team itself, it, it's basically just writing off this year, last year. They're just keeping the same drivers and they're hoping for, in during the regulations change, maybe a, a bit of a shake-up in the grid because at the moment I don't see what their direction is. They're sort of stagnant around their position. Exactly. They're not improving. They're not changing anything. There's no change it, changing the hierarchy within the team. They're, they've just... Uh, I think today they signed the continuation with the partnership with Ferrari. So they're just staying where they are at the moment. So, yeah, I don't really see them going getting many points. Yeah.
0: So you've got them P8 in the constructors. You've got the same, Kieran? Yeah, I've got the
2: same. Okay.
0: you got anything to say about Alfa <laughs> Um,
2: Not really. I mean... I mean, we know that they're not really going anywhere uh, as a team. They're not. They're not. Doesn't look like they're trying to improve or anything. I just thought, although Räikkönen's getting on a bit now, he seems to always. um, Last year, he was. Sometimes he just found himself in like good race positions. Like sometimes he'd be like seventh randomly, and you think, Mm. how's he? How's he got?
0: He got the driver of the day in Imola when he did like like 45 laps on like was it on soft tyres or something yeah. like that yeah Incredible. and it was it was ridiculous and like when they both Alfa Romeo's ended up in Q3 in Turkey somehow but yeah see, they've got potential to do well like some sometimes when it goes their way or one of their drivers is on form like it can actually they can actually get a good result out of it but I, yeah I just I just don't see like Max said I don't see what their direction is like what is the point this season like, what are they aiming for? It, because it just seems like they're to make up the numbers at this point.
2: It's, yeah, exactly. It does seem like they're doing that.
0: Um, P7, Kieran, who have you got in P7?
2: Oh, so this was tough for me. I went with Alpha Tower. And, um, you know, although Gasly and Sonoda, I, I really rate both of them. Um Especially, well, we've seen Gasly. He's we, we've seen what he can do. Um I think there's going to be quite a big gap between seventh and eighth, ninth, and tenth. Yeah, definitely. I think seventh will actually. I think the midfield will be pretty tight this year yeah. between a few teams. So I went with Avatari, even though they've got um two good drivers. I thought a couple other teams might just edge it in terms of their car performance and drivers too Max have you
0: got
1: this is going to be a bit of a strange one but I went for Alpine or Renault and um, there's a couple of reasons I think they they do have the right car at the moment the car shows it can go on the podium it can challenge for races but um, it well with the misfortune on other teams but I'm not a fan of the direction they've been going in the last couple of years. Uh, like Hulkenberg and Ricardo is one of my favourite lineups. Right. Now they've gone for Ocon and Alonso, are underperforming yeah. and and a person who hasn't driven f yeah, in be quite a while.
0: Unlikable lineup on the whole grid.
1: Like, yeah. And also, I the team is of course with the uh, departure of Cyril Beatable, they've they have now got a different hierarchy within the team. So they that they're gonna have to somehow. Get to grips with the change in leadership as well. So I think it's just a It's not. It's going to be close between them and the next team. But I think it's just a storm at the wrong time for them. Mm.
0: I, I I see what you're saying. I've I've also gone with Alpha Tauri though in seventh. I think it is going to be very close, and I feel like it's it's a, it's a shame to have to put Alpha Tauri seventh, seventh because they are a very good team who always who are like recently have been consistent overachievers. And they've got a very likable, talented driver lineup, um, but yeah, to put them put them seventh seems harsh because they are very good. Um, Alpine Renault could quite easily drop into drop into that position if things don't go well. Um, Cyril leaving, I feel like it kind of came out of nowhere. Um, but yeah, do you think you had Ocon as one of your candidates for most improved? Do you think he's going to be held back by Alpine, or do you think it's like Hit a combination of maybe him underperforming or not. like he's okay, he's there, he's a good Formula One driver, like deserves to be on the grid at the moment. But he's got, like, as we said earlier, he's got to sink or swim. And maybe if the car holds him back, that's that's not going to happen for him, he might just sink.
1: It's going to be interesting to see the dynamic within the team, uh, bringing back Alonso if they put him on the pedestal of oh, he's one of the, be- the greatest of all times and not as oh, he's a person who's just joined the team is quite old isn't proven at the moment so it depends how they end up putting him within the team if they give Ocon the support Mm
0: -hmm. if if they they, they uh, prioritize him like McLaren treated Alonso yeah yeah.
1: like if they do a Van dawn on him then (laughs) there's absolutely nothing he can do his career might be in the mud at that point but um I think that Ocon is probably their at the moment their best opportunity to really sort of get their best haul of points yeah. but uh as I say it's very close with them I just think that uh literally the other teams on the grid have all improved mm-hmm. just a bit more than Alpine have and as you said with uh the change in leadership coming out of nowhere it's slightly strange to see at this yeah. point in the season normally they give a bit of a forewarning and they mm-hmm. give reasons and stuff like that but this was simply just ease off. Yeah. So um, yeah, raises a couple of questions mm. about the how the team the, its
0: stability. Mm. Bet Christian Horner's laughing. Um, in sixth, I've got Al, Alpine. Have you got Kieran? Who have you got in sixth? Um, I've got Alpine, in okay, sixth as well. And have have you got AlfaTauri there, Max? Yeah, I do. Okay, so we've pretty much covered all of that. But yeah, I've the only reason I've just got, I, I don't know actually. Now I feel like i It's quite hard to actually. Justify why Alpine will be above Alpha Tari. Um, maybe it's just a more experienced driver lineup. Um, I don't know, even though Alonso was doing the young driver's test at the end of the season. Um, but I think, yeah, it's just the experience factor. And Ren- as we saw last season, Renault were act- actively competing for podiums regularly more regularly than Alpha Tauri like, because that's massively overachieving for Alpha anyway like the amount of times they managed to get into Q3 or the amount of times they managed like Pierre Gasly qualifying on the second of the grid is ridiculously impressive like in that car he shouldn't be doing I know they've got a good car but for the team he's driving for that shouldn't be happening so they are consistent overachievers and could quite easily overtake Alpine in the standings if like they have like a down year like we've been saying uh Fifth, who have you got, Max?
1: Fifth, Ooh, yeah. fifth, I have got Aston Martin. Okay. I mean, it's uh, as I said, it's pretty close. And at this point, this is teams who are achieving well. It depends on the race weekend and whichever track suits the car. But um, I think it's going to be a strange lineup. It's probably going to take a while for Vettel to get to grips with uh, driving a new kind of car. Um. Yeah. As I said, I think Lance Stroll do quite well uh, with a bit of new sort of uh, support from Vettel. Vettel, is, uh, You hear a lot from Leclerc about how influential Vettel was. Oh, I don't know if he's telling the truth. or just show me kind, but he, he says about how nice and how supportive and how much Vettel's helped him grow mm-hmm. as a driver. I think it might be quite similar for Lance Stroll and uh, having a Mercedes engine, having a Mercedes-esque car, it is, yeah, it's a it's a it's a good foundation. I don't know how they're going to move from there since they're very constrained to literally just following in Mercedes' footsteps. But yeah. um, I think uh, the the team's in a good situation right now. It'll Be interesting mm. to see how they do.
0: Uh, Kieran, who have you got?
2: Um, I've gone with Ferrari. Actually, um, I've gone with this based on two things. Um, number one was that the racing point was a a pretty good car last year. And number 2 is that I'm hoping Vettel sort of gets back to sort of what he was before last season anyway. Mm-hmm. Um I think I mean again I think um my fourth and fifth spots was a really tough choice. Yeah. I think it could go either way. Mm-hmm. But um from going based off of last season, I, I had to give um Ferrari fifth. Um so yeah, um that's it really. I don't really have I've, much to say.
0: I've I've got Aston Martin in I've got Aston Martin in fifth. Um like Max said, it's gonna it's gonna be uh difficult for a to get used to new cast Lance draw is improving. But I I think I've got again, like I said, Kieran, it could go either way. I've got Ferrari in front of Aston Martin in fourth, um, but I, I just, it's, it's a tough one. It, Ferrari, I think they can have somewhat of a bounce back here, but not like a, not like to prior to twenty twenty kind of year. Like, it's going to be interesting to see how it goes with Science and Leclerc. Carlos of science isn't going there to be no number two driver, um, so.
2: Well,
0: even though he will be, popular. even though he will be like, like Leclerc Ferrari's future, we've known that for the last two years, Um for, from actually from when he stepped into Formula One. But um yeah, I've got Ferrari ahead of Aston Martin just because that that driver lineup is really impressive. Like, it's a good combination. Carlos Sainz is very reliable, and that's an understatement. And Leclerc was dragging that car to positions last season that it shouldn't have been in. So, if they take a little bit of a step forward, based on, and combined with how good the drivers have been, I can see them just pushing past Aston Martin. So, that's why I've got Aston Martin in fifth, Ferrari in fourth. Have you got, you got, uh, sorry, Max, have you got Ferrari in fourth as well?
1: Yeah, it's, um, I did say that they're improving. This year they came, well, they come sixth this year. Yeah. Um, it's yeah, tragic for them. It is. It's not worthy of really a Ferrari year. They're going to try and forget it. But I think, uh, as you said, Leclerc just dragging the car into like, way beyond where it should be, and I think arguably one of the best on the grid. If it had a, a Mercedes level car, I don't see why it wouldn't be challenging for the championship. It's yeah. It's a. It's a Good lineup that should work for many years to come, and um, yeah, as long as you don't have a sort of dynamic dyna- dynamic problem between the two drivers, then mm-hmm. I don't see why they well they should be Aston Martin.
0: Okay, okay. And so, have you got have you got Aston Martin in fourth then, Kieran?
2: Yeah, I've got Aston Martin fourth, um, even though obviously. Ferrari, I think they will improve, but it was so close for me. I think um, just based off of how good the racing point was last year, you're you're replacing, you're you're swapping out Perez for Vettel when on. I mean, I feel like if Vettel is how he should be, like um, how we've seen him for the past Mm -hmm. how many years, I think he is better than Perez on his day. So yeah. I've I've gone with uh, Aston Martin to okay. edge Ferrara. Um, third place, Kieran. Who have you got? gone for McLaren. Mm-hmm. So Um I've, I mean, again with the Mercedes engine, I've and they've just been slowly improving mm-hmm. throughout the last few years. I think it's it's uh, it's going to be a good year for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm hoping Ricardo is going to get quite a few podiums again. Mm-hmm. Um, Norris. Was a pretty reliable driver last year. He obviously, I think he just edged out Science for um, for qualifying. I think yeah, um, maybe yeah, yeah. Um, I think it'll be a pretty solid year for them. Um, I don't know how close they'll be to uh, Red Bull and Mercedes, but um, I think it's going to be a good year for them. Yeah. I think they'll be solidly second, uh, third. Sorry,
0: mm. I've got I've gone from McLaren as well because like like we've covered cover them quite a lot. um as i said earlier i think they're going to secure third place and i think they'll be potentially that's why i said they'll overachieve i think they'll be closer to red bull than they will be who are above them than to ferrari who for, who are below them so yeah, that's I why I th- so i think it, we may see more of a top 3 forming um uh, this this season as they become like kind of the bridge from the midfield to the front runners yeah Max, who have you gone for?
1: Yeah, McLaren. Yeah. Uh, it's it's a step forward. It's a shame that it won't be recognised within their position because they came third this year. But it is really a step forward, as you said. Um, it's a sort of bridging the gap between the, t- uh, the midfield and the top teams. Mm-hmm. Uh, just because that gap had been such a gap so far this, uh, this last year, yeah. how it always been the same top three of Hamilton, Bottas and Verstappen just over and over again. It was always the same team. So it's a step in the right direction. And hopefully, as you said, they'll be able to bridge that gap a bit and hopefully switch it up.
0: Mm -hmm. Um, So then, and I'm assuming we've all got Red Bull second and Mercedes top. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. There's not much needs to be said. The Red Bull are obviously Mercedes closest challengers, and Mercedes are Mercedes. Um, but so, yeah, we don't need to spend that much time on that. But if you want, we can just go into the drivers' championship now where things will get interesting. Um, so we'll start from 20th, and we won't spend loads of time on every driver, by the way, just because we just said a lot of we said talks about them a lot in the constructors. So, 20th position, bottom of the standings, Kieran, who have you
2: gone for? I've gone for I've gone for Latifi, actually. Interesting, yeah. Um, even though. He wasn't bad. I mean, he wasn't terrible last year, but um, I just, I just thought um, he's just not going to do great. I Maybe think... you've got a Latifi agenda, like what? <laughs> Maybe <laughs> I do. I don't know. He just seems too happy to be away losing to himself, right? <laughs> um... I've seen videos of him, and he's having a great time. Yeah, right? He's always, he's always having he's a having laugh. A like, he's always having a great time. That's what
0: he's such a loser. <laughs> Um, Max, who have you got in twenty? I think you already said earlier. Yeah, uh,
1: you Nick know, like, Sheenaka. Uh, yeah. It's just, uh, it takes a while. It takes a while to just hang in there. That's what I've got to say.
0: Um, I've got Nikita Mazepin and I'm not going to make any further comment on that. Uh, I'll deal with the matters internally. Um, in 19th, Kieran, who have you got?
2: I've got Mazepin 19th Okay I, Yeah um, Hopefully he doesn't Assault anyone to get oh, any higher um, Who knows <laughs> He might He might threaten some people But yeah He's my 19th spot Yeah it's a bit of a shame I think they were going to put some of The W Series races Next to the Formula
1: 1 races as oh. well <laughs> um, Yeah I, I put Mazepin In 19th Um Jesus. Yeah, when you're talking about the bottom of the grid that far, it's uh, you're talking about just singular points. Even that, even just the same amount of points at this point, just on zero. So yeah, yeah they're it's all around the same area.
0: Um, in nineteenth is where nineteenth is where I've got Schumacher. I just I just can't see Haas doing very well at all. It might they're just as I said they're going backwards. They're not even standing, so it seems like they're going backwards. Schumacher Schumacher's a great driver. But he's going to struggle immensely his first year in Formula One, um, partly because of the car, partly because of his nature of being a kind of a, a late bloomer. But it doesn't. No, he shouldn't be written off this season like at all in the slightest because he is. He's got so much potential, but it's going to be hard to showcase that at Haas. Eighteenth, um, Kieran. Who have you got?
2: I've got Schumacher. Eighteenth. Mm-hmm. Um, again. Bottom sort of five, they could literally, they could all be separated by one point. Mm-hmm. Um, I just thought Schumacher might, might um, show a glimpse of, of what he's actually got, and mm-hmm. still a point or two in a in a couple races. So I've gone with him, and I think
0: mm-hmm. Max, have you got? got
2: latifi um
0: so have i yeah no, it's so it's a praise. come on yeah. <laughs> ah,
1: yes this is what we're here for come on, yeah. we need to support him <laughs> bring him that smile make it worth it yes. um yeah uh, as you say the the bottom sort of like four on my list are pretty much interchangeable but it's all like if there's a lucky race where some drivers simply don't make it it's wet or something like that or time penalties they can easily change very so yeah, Latifi. I don't see yeah. him really winning any points.
0: I've got, I've got Latifi there. I think he can get. If he, I think he can and will get one points finish. Maybe a very lucky P10, and that if he gets a point, that will be enough to put him ahead of Schumacher and Masbin, which is why I've got him there. Um, I don't think Haas are good enough to actually be near that, unless ten drivers get DNFs. Um, yes. So, I think. Let's see if he might get a lucky break, and manage to score his first Formula One points. Seventeenth, um,
2: Kieran, who you got? I've gone with Giovinazzi, Seventeenth. Um, again, it could have really been any of my bottom five mm. or so, but um, I just went with him. I thought there was uh, a stat last year; he like had overtaken. I don't know why, like. This just made me put him seventeenth, but he'd always like overtaken someone on the first lap of a race. But yeah, he's, he's made mean, up so many places on the first. That does mean he normally starts yeah. quite far back. Or stuff, so. <laughs> he but, you can't yeah.
0: lose many places from where he started. Like, yeah. yeah, exactly. Uh, Max, who have you gone for?
1: Uh, Raikkonen. Uh, yeah, it's. I think the matchup's pretty equal between him and Giovinazzi. Yeah. Um, I just think that Raikkonen he to be a top driver or to at least just move forward in becoming a better driver in Formula one you have to put a lot in and i think i, I question his commitment i mean you've probably all seen the clip from driver to survive where he just says oh it's more of a hobby for me yeah he doesn't um, care. Uh, he has a he has a child to look after um or ch- child or children
0: i, think he's I know he has
1: me. one he has one child who is already karting. yeah It'd be interesting to see but um because I, I remember i was watching the um uh, saw a clip of when Rosberg retired, his um, his speech. He was talking about how uh, how difficult it was for him to basically drive to his at his best, and also have to look after a child. So yeah, exactly. And you, you've basically got to give uh, basically half do one of them,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: so yeah, I don't see him really moving up.
0: Um, I've got Giovinazzi there as well. I think the Alfa Romeo cars are quite interchangeable. Um, I just think. i've already slandered him enough on this on this podcast but the fact that he's getting i'm predicting to predicting him to get beat by a 40 year old kimmy raikkonen it says enough really so i've got driven 17th 16th who have you got kieran
2: i've got raikkonen 16th yeah they are Um,
0: they are just interchangeable
2: yeah um again as i mentioned earlier sometimes He'd just randomly be like eight or something. Yeah. So I, I, I can see him maybe like nicking a point yeah. or two. He's,
0: he has like occasional good performances. Like his start in Portsmouth, which was ridiculous. Didn't he? Make, how many places did he make? Like, like eight? He like. Got, yeah, it was like eight or nine. And he got, he got up to like P4 on the first lap or something like that. Yeah,
2: so um, like maybe he'll have one of
0: those again.
2: Yeah. But
0: also he has terrible races like he did in uh, the Nürburgring where he was where he, like, punted George Russell off the track and yeah. out of the race. Um, yeah, so, yeah, I've got Reichen in 16th. Have you got Giovinazzi 16th, Max? Yeah, yeah, there's nothing more to say. It's
2: yeah. just
1: Joe, Joe, Giovinazzi slander
0: is what we're here for. <laughs> um, 15th, Kieran, who's there for you?
2: I've gone with George Russell. Um, I think if you look at all of the other drivers above, their cars are quite far superior. I feel yeah. like they're going to be so. Mm. For me, George Russell is is mm. easily the best of the worst.
0: That's what I was exactly what I was going to say. He's the best of the worst by so, some um, margin.
2: Yeah, so I can see him picking up. I could. Uh, I uh, surely he's going to pick up a few points finishes this season. Hopefully, hopefully. Season.
0: Max, do you agree?
2: Yeah, I put George Russell. I can't say his name. George
1: Russell. Um, I just think that the Mercedes engine is just different. There, the it When it needs to, it just works. And uh, I can see it picking up points. Uh, yeah. I don't see why not.
0: Um, I've gone for George Russell there as well. Um, he has to pick up points. Um, this is kind of... It's not as much as Esteban Ocon. Like, there's less pressure on him, but I feel this is kind of sink or swim for George Russell as well. Um, he doesn't want to be stuck at Williams for another season he's like obviously Mercedes have got him lined up to replace either Hamilton or Bottas at some point point. Um, and if he doesn't if he it's kind of a sink or swim situation for him as well if he doesn't improve if he doesn't get Mercedes to actually bite the bullet and I don't know sack off Bottas or let Hamilton go into retirement or be willing to let Hamilton go into retirement like if he doesn't prove that it's worth taking the risk for, to pick up him he, he's not going to be in trouble but it's just going to be disappointing and then he might find himself treading water a little bit um, but I, I do actually I've got confidence in him I think he'll get a couple of points finishes at least um, so yeah 15th is where we've all got him 14th
2: Kieran I've gone with Sonoda for 14th um, I think he's got a lot of potential um, he's also in a pretty good car and a good team I just I just thought um I compared him to all the other drivers. He's he has the least experience and also the car is it's gonna it's close but it's probably out of all the other drivers he's he's not got the best car. So I've gone with him for fourteen.
0: Yeah. Max have you got a scene? Yep. Uh I think he he'll have his good
1: showings throughout the season to remind people why he's there uh, um, so yeah I don't
0: see why not I've, I've gone with Snowden there as well he'll have his occasional good showing prove why he's uh, the right choice for the Alpha Towery seat but the inexperience is going to catch up with him like him finishing in fourteenth. that's not that's it doesn't look impressive on paper but that's it's not a bad result all things considered given the drivers
2: who are ahead of
0: him uh, 13th
2: Kieran Thirteenth, ready for uh, the Ocon slander because put Ocon 13th. Um, oh, I've put
0: Ocon thirteenth. I've put Ocon. i put Ocon thirteenth as well. Ocon oh slander. really? <laughs> <laughs> Max is for you. <laughs> no,
2: I, I put him.
1: I put Alonso and then Ocon. So oh, what in thirty?
0: Alonso thirteenth. Yeah. Wow. Ocon slander. I'm here for it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> go, go on, Kim.
2: Um. Yeah. I mean, again, I think. He's a solid driver, but um he got destroyed by Riccardo last year and just in general, whoever his teammate has been, he's he's never done well against yeah, his yeah. teammate. Um he, his teammate is obviously Alonso this year. Although Alonso's old, he is a pretty great driver uh on his day. Um I just yeah, I just can't see him yeah. doing much better than thirteenth to be Yeah.
0: I don't actually hate Esteban Ocon, but like he's just, I just annoying. don't. Huh? He's annoying. He is annoying. He is annoying. Um, I, I just, I just, you know. He he deserves some some luck as well. He's he got like shafted a little bit at Force India when Perez kept putting driving him into a wall. But yeah. um, he and he is a good driver. Like he deserves to be on the grid. I just just don't. I. Just, uh, I just don't buy into him and his potential as much as some other, some other people do. Um, but yeah, so I've got him. I've got him in 13th, um, which would be a disappointment for him, let's just say. And you've got Alonso all the way down 13th, Max. Yes. Um, Interesting.
1: Yeah, it's a strange one, I guess. You can't expect that much from a person at his age to just step into what basically the fastest iteration of formula one cars ever. Mm. And just to shine. Um, also, as I said, with the dynamic at Renault, if he's going to be put on a pedestal that maybe he'll be above, uh, Ocon, but I've, if they're on equal terms, I've got Ocon with greater experience of that Renault car. He drove it last season. He knows what he's doing there. So yeah, I put Alonzo.
0: Okay. Um, so kieran who have you got at
2: 12 p12 i've actually got uh pierre gasly 12. Oh. yeah i've um, also gone with
0: pierre gasly we am getting quite similar again
2: it feels bad to put him all the way down in 12 yeah. because he's a good driver and he's on a good team but when you ugh, i just had to compare him to the rest of the field and mm. i couldn't see him doing much mm-hmm. better i still think he'll have those odd races where he'll get like maybe top six or so um but I could not see him doing much better than
0: 12. Yeah, it's harsh because he's such a good driver. But just his competition, like the people who's going up against, there's, there's so many talented Formula One drivers on the grid. Saying you're mm-hmm. a talented driver only gets you so far. Um, but yeah, 12. I think that's a it's a it's a reasonable spot for him. I think he'll. There's already rumours that he's going to Alpine in 2022. Um, who they kick out? Well if he's going there, it's going to be for Ocon because he doesn't want to be, they hate each other. Um, yeah. So, unless, unless Alonso is that disappointing, like they just want, they think one year of Alonso is worth it and they get him out. But there's, and I don't think there's any way Alpino going to pair um, o- Ocon and Gasly. Um,
1: We've got uh, Christian Lungard and Guanyu yeah, Zhou coming Ugeo, up, I just, so, yeah, that's Yeah. That's, that's,
0: that's the other thing. I think, yeah, I think I think Gasly finishing P12 and then potentially moving on from AlphaTauri. I don't want to say he would have outgrown them by that point, but he would have outgrown them by that point. Like he doesn't he can't be in Red Bull's junior team forever. Um and Max you said you've got Alonso P12.
1: Yes. Uh no no wait, I already said oh, sorry. It's Ocon. Ocon.
0: O- sorry, Ocon P12, yeah.
1: More Ocon slander please. No, it- <laughs> uh no, not really. Uh yeah, just uh bit of a strange situation of the team. Didn't really show much last season, especially compared to Daniel Ricciardo. Uh, yeah, uh, I'll be interested to see how they do end up sort of, sort of comparing to teams like AlphaTauri and uh, Aston Martin. But uh, yeah, as I said, I don't expect much from that. I don't expect a massive lead, but I just
2: expect improvement.
0: Mm-hmm. That's fair. Uh, P11,
2: Kieran. P11, I have gone with Lance Strong. Um. Now he he got unlucky last year. He did. You've got a uh, strong agenda. I don't like him. Um. <laughs> but I think he did get unlucky last year. He had quite. He had loads of uh, DNFs. And I don't think he even started uh, a few races or took one or two maybe because uh, uh, COVID. He had COVID. But,
0: he had COVID uh, in Germany, uh, and then he got he had the puncture at Mugello. He got punted at Sochi by Leclerc he had somewhat that that were his own fault like him out when he had a shocker and he got abused on the radio by Verstappen and Norris um
2: but yeah uh, so carry on oh so, um but then once he 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 had um a few races towards the end of the year where he um he managed to actually stay in and finish them he he got the pole was it did he get the pole in turkey yeah um he dropped down loads in that race he seemed to be doing okay but then apparently sorry to jump in yeah, apparently, apparently had issues
0: yeah that wasn't his fault strictly because he changed he changed tires and there was he said they just started graining instantly that in new intermediate the tires he wing, would, yeah it. the front wing was like rubbing on the front tires or something yeah which yeah. made them start graining yeah,
1: he had de- debris in it as well yeah. or that was causing error so, problems see. so you can't exactly blame on him mm. I'd, then, I'd expect that from a team which is owned by his father to release something
2: like that. In in a few of the races after that, I just saw him and I I feel like he never really did that great. So yeah, um, I mean, I, he
0: got the podium in Sakir, but
2: yeah, true. Um, yeah, I've just oh, I I wasn't really sure, but I, I've gone with a uh, straw.
0: Interesting. I've got uh, sorry. No, you go first, Max
2: for my next position okay yeah,
1: P11. um 11 i have Gasly okay. and uh yeah i just think as you said he uh he's showing signs of outgrowing the team uh I, even though they have technically changed Albotari's position from basically just the second team to uh, to assist the team of Red Bull so technically they're supposed to be on equalish terms but i just still see Gasly is outperforming the team. Uh, Not that he's that Sonoda's not performing as he should. He Sonoda's pushing the card to where it should be. It's just Gasly's overextending it. And um, yeah, I think he is where he deserves to be on the list.
0: Mm. 11th is where I've got Alonso. Um, As I said, Gasly Gasly could quite easily um, overtake him in the standings, especially like if and in the constructors as well. Like AlfaTauri could be ahead of Alpine if. Um, Gasly overachieves as much as he did last season um, but yeah Alonso he's I I feel like 11th is a respectable spot for him like for one of the greatest drivers that we've seen in, in the sport just to 11th coming back into his first year in Formula 1 for two years he's gonna he's gonna struggle I don't think anyone's really got their hopes up but I think 11's fair, He, but he could quite easily be lower. I think 11's the highest he'll finish as well. I don't think he's breaking into the top half of the Drivers' Championship. Um, yeah. Right, so, P10. Who have you got there, Kieran?
2: I've got Alonso. Okay. Um, so
0: you think he is breaking into the top half of the
2: Drivers' Championship? Yeah, just about. Um, I just think, again, basing it off of last year's car, I think He's been out of F1 for a while. I think he'll struggle, but um, I think because of his experience and stuff like that, I reckon he'll be able to just about break into the top 10 mm-hmm. with the car he'll have. Max, what about you?
1: Well, for me, um, as much of a shock as it might be, I'm going to pick the four time world champion from Heppenheim, Germany. Sebastian That's Sebastian Vettel. That's a
0: hot take.
1: Um, yes. Um, I think this is just around where the car will be. I think um, he, he'll he show why he's there throughout the season, but uh, it will take a while for him to get to grips with driving a new car. He's been at Ferrari for so long. He's been in that situation, that, that um, sort of ethos of the car, the, the direction he wanted to go. Now he's picking up the Mercedes Sort of direction of where they wanted their car to go, so it's going to take a bit of time. But um, mm-hmm. I think it's a. I've a...
0: I've I've gone for Vettel there as well. I thought I was going to be alone in this, but I've put him P10 as well, which is I think that's controversial, but I think that I think this is his last his last run in F1 these two years at Aston Martin. Um he signed for two years, right? I think. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, but this is, this is, I don't know why, but I've got a gut feeling that Stroll is going to outperform him a little bit, which is that's, that's controversial. I know Kieran's fuming at that, but, um, I I just can't, I, uh, I I don't know. I think people are getting their hopes up a bit for, uh, Sebastian Vettel. He's people like online, for example, F1 community is very defensive of him. Um, that everyone and it's because everyone wants to see him do well. He's a nice guy, he's one of the most talented drivers on the grid. But drivers do decline. They do fall off. And yeah, he had the awful, awful car at Ferrari last year. But he was getting so comprehensively beaten by Leclerc that you can't just say it's the excuse that it's the car only goes so far, like he was he was underperforming. Um and while I don't think he's going to struggle nearly as much as he did at Ferrari at Aston Martin, he's just going. There's, I think it's just there's going to be a level of consistency with him and Stroll as a midfield team, upper midfield team, let's say. Um, but yeah. So you've got Stroll ahead of him, Max, as well. Yep, yeah, literally yeah, next so place is
1: uh, Lance, Sir Lancelot over I've, there. I've got him uh, there as well. I, I think there's a bit too much slander for Lance Stroll, yeah. I'm sorry Kieran yeah, but um, yeah, Kieran. he I didn't like him at first because of the entire sort of pay driver yeah or around him and stuff like that but um when you look a bit deeper he has succeeded on a lot of levels in motorsport he he is there not only because of his father's wealth mm-hmm. so um and I think I, as rare as it is occasionally he does show that um he even got a podium in Baku in one of his, was his first season or second season, so yeah. for that, back at Williams. He was only but, like um, 18 at that yeah. point, yeah. Yeah, he was very, and he is a still a very, very young driver. And for him to be in this position, in this one in his career, I think is a brilliant foundation. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I especially with, um, I think we've been lucky in the type of pay driver that we've got from him now that we have our other pay driver on the grid, yeah. uh, Nikita Mazepin, who mm-hmm. I won't go into. But uh, yeah, we have uh, Lance Stroll, I, uh, all the best to him.
0: Yeah, I I, I agree. There is too much stand-on, Lance Stroll's name. He's a actually a good driver. Like, he's shown actual signs of progression. Like, every season he's gotten better. Yeah, his first season at racing point wasn't ideal. But then he's this season, he actually looked like he properly turned a corner. And he's actually like someone to... Not build the team around, but if you want someone for your future, he's only twenty-two. I think, like he's still so young, um, and he's got actual potential. And yeah, it's a, people hated him at first because he's a pay driver, but that bothers you less and less when you realise that everyone in Formula One is a pay driver. You've got to be rich to get into Formula One. Um, that's how it works. And yeah, yeah, he, you can. His dad owns the team. Yeah, that's that's a bit of a difference <laughs> to other pay drivers on the grid. But it doesn't. He's not. He's not an unlikable guy. Yeah, he's not. He's not the best in uh, interviews. He Doesn't always conduct himself. Come across well. Um, but he's not like. He's not a him and Latifi because Latifi's dad's a billionaire as well. I'm pretty sure. Um,
1: I think Latifi's dad owns a portion of McLaren. I think.
0: Yeah. Well, there you go. Latifi to McLaren confirmed in the next two years. But, um, I think Stroll's going to have an actually good year if he out. If he out. Uh, outperforms Vettel That's a massive Massive achievement for him It's possible that Vettel Will get outperformed Obviously he got He got uh, Badly outperformed by Ricardo In his last season In Vettel's last season At Red Bull Vettel came That was in 2014 Vettel came Fifth in the standings I think
2: Right Yeah that was a bad season
0: Yeah And Bottas at Williams Beat him in the In the standings That season I think too So Yeah Strobe outperformed Vettel Sounds controversial on paper, but when when you really get into it, I think it's very possible.
2: Kieran, who have you got in P9? P9, I've got Carlos Sainz. Um, I mean, well, with with Ferrari, we don't know how good they're going to be this year, really, because last year, obviously, clerk carried them completely but and it was a that, carry, like yeah that was past the car's performance as well but mm. we don't because of Vettel because he did so bad we don't really know where they should have been consistently yeah um, so I've gone with signs in p9 mm. in that Ferrari will have a better car but still not extremely competitive and although he's going to be p9 i think he'll be pretty consistent so it won't p9 sounds not great but i don't think it will be i don't think it will be as bad as it sounds
0: mm-hmm. that's fair i can i can see that um do you want to do go on to your p8 kieran and just go straight into your who you've got in p because we uh, me and max have done our p9s we've got we've both got Lunch stroll there so oh
2: so i've got the in p8 Ooh,
0: that's do you not think that's quite high
2: I think it is I'm hoping I'm kind of hoping for one last like good year mm. for Vettel um, that's literally what I'm basing it off of Uh, obviously if he drives anything like last year he would be a lot lower Even on my lead. list yeah but um, I'm hoping for one last good year Um, I think you can get an average of, of P8 if you think about it for Sebastian Vettel in in a car mm. that's that's fairly competitive. I feel, I feel like that's quite realistic. Yeah, P eight, P
0: eight in a race is giving you what? How many points does that give you? Three or four? I can't remember. Yeah.
2: So like,
0: it's that's not great for him. But if he, in in, that's I think where his car, and his ability could be. I think he's going to be up there on occasion. But in the same like, every Formula One driver has ups and downs in the season. Like it can all change very quickly, Like nothing's certain in Formula One. So yeah, that's that's interesting. How many places above Stroll have you got, Vettel?
2: Um, so I've got Stroll P eleven and Vettel P eight. So three places. Not
0: sure about that. Not sure about that.
2: So oh. I guess we'll have to see on we'll that have one. Have to see. Yeah.
0: Um, Max, who have you got in P eight?
1: Um, one of my favourite drivers on the grid, uh, mm-hmm. Mr. Lando Norris. Okay. Uh, he, I think. It's very tight at the top here. Um, He had a really good start to last season. Uh, Also, he shows his key points. I think hopefully with better reliability of the Mercedes engine and generally better speed and also the fact that uh, McLaren get to redo their chassis because they have the Mercedes engine should give them a bit of a boost. But Mm just reading the names above him uh, he's not yet he of course he's still very young he's two years older than me i think but um that's
0: depressing
1: yeah we, we have the same birthday actually okay. but um he um he's not on par yet with the people above him and there are some top names there mm-hmm. but um he's on the right track so i hope to see his name up
0: then the next couple of years mm-hmm. um i've got carlos science in eight um, first season at Ferrari going there to be not a number two driver but in kind of I I was going to say in a similar way to may, is it a similar to what Perez is going to Red Bull to be doing? Maybe Perez is more of an actual proper number two driver because no one's taking that away from Max Verstappen but Carlos Sainz is Carlos Sainz is uh, more than reliable I think he he's he's going there to win races which is probably what was in his mind, which probably is not going to be the case now. But yeah, 8th is not a bad finish for him, especially when Ferrari are still recovering, let's say. Uh, so Max, you've got Norris 8th, right? But yes. you've got McLaren P3 in, in the standings. So I'm assuming that you, you think Ricardo is going to massively, he's going to, not carry, but he's going to do most of the heavy lifting there if you've got both Ferrari drivers above Lando Norris.
1: I think it's close and that's exactly what I've got. I think um, they're pretty interchangeable. because I've got um, Carlos Sainz next and I think it's going to be very close, mm-hmm. be very close between the two of them. Uh, as you can, as you already know from our season, they are of comparable quality. Um, so yeah, I, I don't want to say that Ricardo will carry, but I think Ricardo will realize that this is a, a key moment in his career um, he, he needs to sort of realise what his oppo- sort of what his opportunity is that he's got right here in front of him with a Mercedes engine and a decently fast car. So he really needs to put everything that he has into it. So I think he's, yeah. he's putting a lot more in than uh, Norris has to.
0: Mm-hmm. So you've got so you've got a science P P seven. Kieran, who have you got in P seven?
2: In P seven, I have Landor Norris. Um, yeah. I do as again- well. Not much to say on this one. Um, I think he was pretty consistent. Um, he did fairly well last year. Um, and with I assume McLaren will have uh, a decently better car this year. I, I think he'll do pretty well. But in terms of talent, all the drivers ahead of him, I think, are potential um, championship winning drivers, apart from maybe one and so
0: that's why I...
2: us. no oh okay i know no, he is i thought he's just
0: gonna i thought was just gonna slander bottas ball anyway go um on, sorry.
2: yeah i just thought the talent of, of the others is what's separating um norris from the top six for me right now so i think i feel like seventh is quite a good spot for me
0: yeah um i've got in so i've got hang on a second sorry i've Lost awesome, I've got uh, Norris in seventh as well. Like like Kieran said, um, great driver. Him beating Science is gonna be him versus Science is gonna be a very interesting battle of season because I think with I think Science at this point is the better driver, not by much, but I think he is the better driver. Yeah, I agree. Um, it's it's close though, but I think Lando is in the better car, so. It's going to be close between them all season. Obviously, it's a very interesting dynamic as well as former teammates and good friends. Um, but yeah, Lando in seventh, I think that's probably... I don't know, it's, it's not... He could sneak into higher positions. Just The drivers above him are all so good. I just don't think... I can't see him breaking into that top six. Yeah. Um, but he's got a chance to be like... I don't think he's going to be the guy type of guy who's going to be regularly competing for race wins or pole positions anytime soon um but we'll see he's he's so, still so young he's got so many years ahead of him he doesn't have to he doesn't have to go for that right now um p6 uh max who have you got
1: he's six um charlotte i've
0: also um, got Charles Leclerc.
1: yes um as I think as I, I don't even think the Ferrari will advance too much. There's not much you can do with very little changes in the regulations. But um he he knows what he's doing. He just watch this season. He pushes that car further than it ever can. Any any advancement in the car I'm sure he'll be able to use. So yeah, I'm looking forward to see what he can do this season. I'm not saying he'll be fighting for wins regularly, but I'm sure that he can sort of pull something out of the bag.
0: Yeah, I agree. Um yeah, that's that's why I've got Charles Leclerc as well. Overperforming, kind of in a sense outperforming the car, if that makes sense, like the car shouldn't be doing as well as it as well as it is, but he's dragging it up there. Um who have you got in 6th, Kieran?
2: I've also got Leclerc. Yeah. Um again, he's easily one of the most talented drivers on the grid mm-hmm. and I mean, we don't really know what Ferrari's car will be like, but I assume he'll be able to pull off a few performances like last season
0: mm-hmm. um, and achieve. Do you want to go to your P5 then,
2: Kieran? Who have, have you got there? Yeah. It could be quite P- interesting. My P5 is Perez. Um, I think he'll do really well. I think he'll help um, Red Bull a lot. He'll be better than Album for sure. Um <laughs>
0: Any excuse to slander out <laughs> He'll be <laughs> not even really... on the grid, and he's still getting. He's 200. not even on the grid.
2: <laughs> He'll be a lot more consistent. Um, I just think that uh, the driver I've got above him will mm-hmm. probably just slightly outperform. So that's that's why.
0: Max, who have you got in P five?
1: In P five, it was close, but I think that it will be ricardo and i think it's just the uh mclaren changing to msds while it will be a improvement i don't think it will be immediate you'll have of course the fact they have more power but the package around it like uh the balance of the car having to create an entire new chassis as well as that can go it's going to take a while to develop Mm-hmm. So um, I do think you should be able to go for podiums, maybe even race win this season at some point. But uh, yeah, I've
0: got him there at the moment. I've I've got Sergio Perez in P5 as well, and I feel bad because Perez came fourth in the drivers' championship in a Racing Point, and now I've moved, me and Kieran have moved him one spot down when he's in a Red Bull. That's not that's not like saying anything about his ability or like even red bulls ability it's just that the drivers around him are that good and with mclaren taking the, the strides that they are it wouldn't be a surprise to see ricardo in front of him um but yeah perez he's got the chance of a lifetime now it's what he's been waiting for his entire formula one career um and hopefully he can actually uh make it worth make make the weight worth it and have some good performances in the red Bull. it's just going to make the season a lot more interesting having a reliable driver, <laughs> I don't want to slander album but a reliable driver next to Max Verstappen to compete with the Mercedes cars um, and throw in the fact that McLaren are, should be up there too it might put a little bit of pressure on Mercedes, but yeah, so I've got uh, Sergio Perez in uh, P5, P4 Kieran, who have you got? I've got Ricardo mm. P4, I've got um, Ricardo P4 as well. Just
2: again, it will be pretty close mm. between him and Perez. I think. Yes. Um, that's going to be interesting battle. I think he's probably, well, I think he's definitely probably a more talented driver. But um, that, yeah. like, that's not to say Perez is bad. I just think on their day, Ricardo is probably a better driver. Um, obviously, we will have to see how the McLaren car develops. But um, if it's, if it's Good, with that Mercedes engine, I feel like he could just edge out Perez. Mm,
0: I I agree. That's why I've got in there as well. Uh, We've already talked about McLaren and Ricardo loads, but yeah, I think that is gonna that would be a, a quality result for McLaren and for Ricardo as well, especially if he starts winning races. Have you got have you got Sergio Perez in P four, Max? Yes, I do. Um, he,
1: I think. he the two of you, by putting him below Ricardo, slightly contradicting yourselves.
0: Oh, you're talking oh, go about
1: on. A, bit, a bit of slander for you two. We've had <laughs> enough of the Giovinazzi <laughs> now, and slander. Um, you talk about the fact that he's going to have a good season, the fact that he's a good driver, but at the same time, we know that the Red Bull is the second best car on the grid, and it's on third and fourth consistently anywhere in the top four however you're talking about putting him below a mclaren Mm -hmm. which is again going below where the red bull should be which i which would be seen as a disappointment by the red bull hierarchy Mm. which is why i believe that he will perform as he should do and put it in p4 in the
0: championship. see this is the thing where i'm not disrespecting sergio Perez, but this is how i started out the podcast by talking about the jump I think McLaren are going to make that says more about this says more about McLaren and Ricardo than it does about Red Bull and Perez I don't think he's going to I don't think Perez is strictly going to underperform I feel like he's got there's there's some there's a lot of this. he's got he's got some expectations on him I mean it's not difficult to do better than Alex Albon did last season but it's it's also difficult to perform to the standards that uh, Horner and Mar- Marco want him to actually be at um it's just i think i also i think i've still got red bull like in second in the in the constructors obviously um and mclaren third but as i say it that's why i think mclaren will be that much closer to red bull and form a kind of top 3 i've still got like i've got ricardo fourth and norris seventh so that's why i still don't think mclaren are going to be above red bull strictly but i don't think it's I don't, it's not exactly contradicting myself to say that Ricardo can be above Perez even though I think Red Bull still are quite easily the second best team on the grid and may be, it this it might be a bit optimistic to say super to Ricardo to say that he'll outperform a red bull over the course of the season but you know it was done it was done last season there's no guarantee that Perez is going to walk straight into the red Bull and be as good as we want him to be because maybe it's just a bit cursed that red Bull's second red Bull see as we've as we've seen it for a number of seasons. Red Bull run through drivers like they're nothing. They've burnt through Fiat, Ricardo, Gasly, Albon, all in the last like five six years. So, Max, do you wanna do you wanna? Sorry, Kieran, do you wanna back your case, back the beef, one?
2: Um, I mean, I understand where Max is coming from. Uh, you could say my choice is a bit biased because I quite like Ricardo. Yeah. Um, I'm. I just think. He, um, how many podiums did he get last year? What was it like? Two, two or three. Two podiums. With and he got that. He managed to get that with a Renault. Um yeah. I'm just, I'm, I'm kind of looking in hindsight here. I'm imagining McLaren's car developing well enough that it will put Ricardo in a place where he can sort of um, fight Paris for for p So yeah. that's that's just my my view on it. Um, Kieran, who have you got in? Who have you got P
0: three? I think we've got, got
2: my uh, main man, uh, Bottle Job <laughs> Valerie Bottas um, I think have
0: we all got Valerie Bottas in P three? Yes. Yeah. I
2: yeah. Mean,
1: There's not much more to say, is there? Bottle Job no. Botas. I,
0: oh, I, really, <laughs> I really, I read, really, I could see him. Sorry Tim Topkian but I could quite easily, I could see him falling off. Like if he, if he, if he just has a mental breakdown. <laughs> I don't I don't I don't want him to have a mental breakdown but I can quite easily see him properly falling off just getting annoyed like he did in 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 Turkey but that spread across the whole season where he just underperforms a little bit I don't think that will happen but it's possible that's why I've got him in third he's still in the mercedes and he's still a good driver but he's got he's got to prove that he's worth keeping because 2022 comes in regulations change teams might suddenly get a bit closer to mercedes hamilton might retire to you know go out on go out on top preserve his legacy um because of formula e because formula e Just, just um,
2: get out of formula to do some rally driving yeah
0: just yeah exactly. He has an
2: extreme e team oh, he does yeah go
0: to. so he's got he's got plans outside of formula 1 and if he retires before 2022 that and it stops the argument of people being like oh hamilton only won with the car before the regulations were changed blah blah, blah. that prevents that argument so if there's a one free spot bottas has got to do enough to convince mercedes to keep him and not just boo him out for george Russell at the earliest available opportunity um there's always rumors of verstappen to mercedes i don't really see it happening but yeah i i it's possible that bottas falls to P five maybe in the championship if P four let's say P four I maybe P five if if he falls off that badly and Perez and Ricardo overperform to that extent then yeah that could quite easily happen but bottle job bot ass is in third place and then have we all got the same I'm assuming we've all got the same yeah top step and then how on yeah Max are you, are you you guys ready for the hottest Oh no <laughs> 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 go on. I have Hamilton <laughs> P two. I'm
1: not kidding, right here.
0: P two oh, Hamilton
1: P one and stuff. And, um, it's the hottest take. This I'm ready for the slander upon you my do name. You actually deserve it.
0: I think it's going oh, to be close. It's going to be yes, it's close. It's going to be yes. It's going
1: to be very very close. But um, as I said, it's I, I'm just slightly confused at the moment with Hamilton's contract, like he's still sitting about without a contract and he's still debating with Mercedes about it, but I'm not going to go into that. I'm not going to question that. I am just going to say that it's not Hamilton's decline in any way. I still think he's the the best driver of all time, but I think it's Verstappen's urge to win this exact season that is going to set him apart. It's the fact that his career, it's, it's, if you look at his career trajectory up until this point, Mm. it's, He's been getting more and more mature. If you saw him back when he was with Ricardo, he would go for the crazy moves and stuff like that. Now he knows how to he, have the bigger he, the bigger picture in mind. Yeah,
0: that's what I was saying earlier, he does lose his head a little bit sometimes. Like he's and he's, he's as you said he's cutting that out. He's, he's eliminated most of that. But he, like in Turkey when he tried to overtake Perez and he spun it. Uh, yeah, so that's an example um, of him losing his head
1: he simply has i think just a bit more determination this season i think that hamilton he has his uh outside ventures and such and i don't i think that he'll he almost like i'm just slightly confused too with his contract of why he's not just got that out of the way and is completely focused on his training because he had covid and then his first race back was a complete downturn if you remember mm. it wasn't the, the usual standard and I'm not saying that with that's what's going to happen next season. I still think that he's going to return to form but the fact that he's distracting himself with it's like menial issues such as the contracts, You're the best driver on the grid you should be able to get a contract. Mm. But um
0: this is this is a hot Stappen, take Max. this is a spicy take. I'm not I'm not sure
1: I think Verstappen just has that just a greater drive for the season to go for it and i think with honda leaving he, he really won. even if they buy the the honda design of the engine the development of the engine wouldn't be as good as as it currently is and will not be able to keep up with a team like mercedes who are an actual car manufacturer mm-hmm. so that's why okay. i think that this is currently putting all in on this season. So yeah, I think will
0: win Win now. It's, it's close. Like make or break. Like
1: it's, it's like an Abu Dhabi last race. I'm I'm hyping up a bit too much.
0: Yeah, I think I, I think you might be race. speaking a bit from an F1 fan, hopeful of seeing a championship fight more than actually being convinced that Verstappen's going to win the title. I mean, it'd be it'd be very I mean, interesting to see, like, more for the sake of the races than anything. If Verstappen. I, and I don't even think it's. I don't even think this is like. If Verstappen wins, he's going to go on a Hamilton-type run and win seven in a row. Because, like you said, no. because, like you said, it's like uh, Honda leaving. This may be the window may be getting smaller and smaller.
1: It's. I think that it, it, there's a thing which sets Hamilton and I think it's Hamilton and Schumacher. There, there's something that sets them apart from all the other greats, is just the level of stamina you need to have to every single year, year in, year out, just head down, training over and over, working with the team, just getting things done, developing the car to, to the highest standard to win again and again and again. It's so demanding that I doubt that many other drivers would, that n- no other drivers would be able to do that. And though I see Verstappen as the next great driver, I haven't seen it from him yet if he can actually live up to such a high standard.
0: Yeah. Kieran, what do you have to say about
2: Max's wild um, take? I it depends on how motivated Hamilton will be to win that eighth championship because he's got 7, he's tied Schumacher, he's got most race wins, he's got most poles, right? So I mean, he doesn't really need to do anything else. It just I mean, depends how they would much.
0: break the record for most championships.
2: It would. It just depends how much he wants that extra championship. I think if he's as motivated as he was this year to try and get that eighth, compared to trying to get that seventh, I think it will be another, another sort of easy win for him. To be honest, um, mm-hmm. but if if he's if he's uh, a bit inconsistent, maybe that form from Abu Dhabi follows him into this season. I could, you could maybe say, um, Verstappen has a chance to, um, it's interesting. Of like, Brisbane.
0: I can't see it personally. I can only see one outcome, which is Hamilton getting his eighth championship. But it would be, even though I'm not Verstappen's biggest fan by any, by any stretch of an imagination, it'd be amazing to see him performing at that level and actually win a world championship. And he's still got so much time ahead of him as well. Even though the Red Bull's window might be closing, and that's not even for sure either. They could because the 2022 regulations are going to affect everyone. Some teams are going to like like adapt and it will work in their favor, some teams it's going to massively hinder them. But we'll see we'll see. I don't know. Is there there's no guarantee I mean Hamilton is going to sign a contract, but what if he doesn't, you know? That's going to like that would
2: mess things up a bit, wasn't
0: it? That would mess things up just a little bit. Tiny bit. Just a tad, but um yeah, so Interesting, interesting way to end the podcast there with Max being controversial. Um, but anyway, thank you to everyone for listening. Uh, thank you to Max and Kieran for coming on. Cheers,
2: have Cheers. thank you very much. Yeah.
0: Have you guys got anything to plug, Max? Do you want? Uh,
2: not really. Okay. Uh, I'm just happy I was here for the slander. To be honest.
0: <laughs> Kieran, do you have anything to plug?
2: Uh, yeah, obviously, just follow on my Instagram <laughs> uh, at in <laughs> Davidson 27 uh, See my cool posts
0: on that um, but on that no I'll
2: leave it at that uh, yeah uh, so yeah as I
0: said thank you to everyone for listening uh, if you want to follow uh, Benchpod on Instagram you can at Benchpod or on Twitter at Benchpod with Sam or you can email me at Benchpod with Sam at gmail.com and yeah uh, look out for the next episode I'll be posting updates on Twitter about when the next one is coming out and thank you for listening and see you soon